Life can be funny at times, and that's how I feel. This podcast is for the people who love to take a break from life and listen to another person who is trying to figure it out just like you. My name is Oppi, and this is Real Talk with Oppi. Now, let's get real. Welcome to Real Talk with Oppi, and I remain your girl, Oppi. I hope you are doing well today because I am. I am doing well today. I hope you're having an awesome day. You know, I wouldn't have an episode without asking how you're doing. And I wish I could hear you tell me how you're doing. But I just assume that you are fine. And even if you are not fine, I assume that I am going to help you be fine, you know, because that's just how it is. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to today's episode. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome 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 uh in real talk with Uppy, we discuss about life and the things that are going on in life look i am no life expert here but one thing i do know is that i am having the human experience and because i'm having this human experience i just love to share it with people that love listening to podcasts and just sharing my experience as well as sharing things that I believe can help us grow and become better. So I am just I am just a girl, you know, just going through this thing called life. <laughs> and if this is not your first time, hi, welcome back. I absolutely adore you. Thank you for coming back. I see that the numbers of listeners are increasing and i'm happy it's making me excited and i'm so happy that you take time out to listen to my podcast and i am so grateful and i thank you all for sharing this podcast for listening to it and i hope it is having the effect that i intend for it to have so let's get into my favorite thing of the week on tuesday i ate this lovely wrap that my mom made and it was really amazing because it was it, just impromptu. It was very impromptu. She was like, oh, I have this bread that is really nice. You know the bread they use for shawarma? She was like, oh, I have this bread that is really nice. Let's make a wrap. And that was how we ate it for dinner. And it was really amazing to eat something different from dinner that is not eba or amala or something else. So <laughs> I really enjoyed it and it was really fun. And that same Tuesday, I ate burger, chicken burger. It was really nice. And I had a really good day because I was eating things that made me happy you know although i did get tired of the burger early but i enjoyed the wrap and i enjoyed the burger so that's those are my favorite things of the week and i'm also going to add something else i watched this very interesting netflix movie it's an indian film and it was so good my mom had recommended it to me and i stalled in watching it and she said oh it's fun it's interesting it's funny and i delayed in watching it but when i eventually watched it i was like oh my gosh everyone needs to watch this movie because at first you might get upset because of the misogyny (laughs) in the movie but it kind of tackles um misogyny and patriarchal system that is in the that is in india and you know it many people would relate to it because it's really it's everywhere and so it was really fun seeing it and it has a lot of lessons and i'm trying to remember the name but since it's now my language is not in english it's really hard for me to remember the name but if i can i'll put it in the description box so you can check the description of this podcast and it will most likely be there and you can go and check it out you're welcome 
So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Love bombing, love bombing, love bombing. If you ask me how many times I have been love bombed, I will tell you, I have been love bombed twice. This is so embarrassing to say because you would think that, okay, if someone was love bombed once, that should give them enough sense not to be love bombed again. But no, that, that didn't happen for me. I got love bombed a second time and the second time was more painful than the first. I mean, the second time was quite obvious but i just decided to just go with the vibes and not call it out on its name but the first time i was clueless i didn't even know what love bombing was i was just very clueless and i would say the first time also what made me not even think of oh this person could be manipulating me or doing whatever they were doing was because it was in a friendship scenario because most times when we think of love bombing what do we think of we think of relationships we think of dating most people talk about love bombing in a dating scenario but nobody ever talks about in friendships love bombing actually happens in friendships and friendships are relationships as well i don't know why we all like to just talk about red flags and other kinds of relationships and just keep friendship in this area and then we have bad experiences and nobody wants to talk about it but for me i was love bombed in a friendship before the second one so the first one was definitely by a friend and the second one i would i wouldn't talk too much about it because i don't feel comfortable enough to talk about it maybe in another episode i might share the full story about the second one um, but i would maybe drop a little hint here and there about the second love bombing but um scenario and situation but i wouldn't talk too much about it but the first one i am in a very good place to talk about it so let's get into the story of how i got love bombed by a friend so this happened a long time ago i'm talking I'm thinking 2018, I can't remember the year, but I was in 200 level in uni and I was, and this is a, this girl was someone that I had seen from afar and I was like, oh, she looks cool. She looks like someone that would be cool because she had a very bubbly presence. She's the kind of person that would come into a place and you just notice her. She seems very active. She seems very confident and that's just it. And I like confident people. I like confident people. I like being friends with confident people. Those are my people. So when I saw her and I was like, oh, this girl seems confident. She seems confident in who she is. I, I liked her from afar. But then it, it so happened that we had a mutual friend. And through that mutual friend, we got to know each other. And it was the first time that we met. I can't even remember the introduction but it was a very short introduction it was nothing big it was just that i was in the room of someone i know that's my friend very good friend and she happened to be in that room and we were introduced to each other and that was it and that was how we met it wasn't a big deal it's not like we all sat down and had a huge conversation nothing nothing like that it was it was just that it was just a hi hello nice to meet you kind of situation so i can never forget that when we one day i was walking with a friend or i don't know if i was walking alone because in uni i used to walk alone a lot i loved walking alone a lot because i went to a private uni and if there's one thing about private universities you don't get to go out of the school everybody everybody knows everybody and everybody is 
everybody lives in the school everybody goes everybody, it's just it's a very tight-knit community so if you're going to the hostel you're seeing the same people you saw in class and 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 all that and then your room you have like six other people in your room or two other people in your room in my room that time we were just four so you had three other people in your room and so i liked working alone because i needed my space if i don't have time to myself i will run mad <laughs> well yeah, if i don't have time to myself i won't be happy so i needed that space so i would always work alone and so she was with a friend and we happened to bump into each other and I can never forget her doing this weird thing of asking me for where my glasses were because I think when she met me I was wearing my glasses and then she asked me where are your glasses and it was the most awkward thing ever for me it didn't seem awkward but it was very weird for me and I didn't know how to react because first of all girl you don't know me that well to be asking me for where my glasses are and anybody that knows me knows that i hate wearing my glasses in fact i'm not even wearing it as i speak and i'm supposed to be wearing it all the time but um she wears glasses as well so i i thought that was where she was coming from as someone that wears glasses seeing somebody else that doesn't wear glasses and asking but even though you don't do that that's so weird i would expect it from someone that i know not someone that i just met and someone i don't so i was working on the I was walking and she saw me and she was like, oh, okay, where are your glasses? He got, I was so confused. And then I, and I found myself explaining where my glasses were to a perfect stranger. It was the weirdest thing ever. But then I just thought, saw her as being friendly and maybe she didn't know what to say. And that was that for that. But then we later met again in my friend's room or in front of my friend's room. I really can't remember. So the details are kind of, they are not clear. But we met again and we had, that, that time we now had a conversation and we're talking and talking. And she, she was super friendly. She was a cool person. And then that is when it started. She, she started coming to my room. And it was the weirdest thing because it made me uncomfortable in a way because it's i never invited her to my room but she found her way to my room and she started coming to my room and you know being friendly bringing things with her and then it turned from she would, she would come to my room and she would say she wants to read and and i'll be like oh okay that's cool read so she'll come to my bed and she would be reading and both of us were not in the same we're not we're not um, studying the same thing and so she would come, she would read, I'll read. And then it turned from her coming to my room, reading and going back to her room, to coming to my room, reading and sleeping over. And, you know, I just couldn't say no. I just couldn't say no. And you know the thing is that now I'm a person that I don't have any problem with saying no. Right now, I can say no. In fact, I say no so easily. It's hard for me to say yes to things. And it's because of her. She's the person that taught me how to set boundaries. Because if I didn't go through what I went through with her, I don't think I would know how to set boundaries at all. So she would come to my room. She would lie down on my bed. She would sleep over. And then through that, she would tell me different stories. And she would tell me stories about the girl she was close to. Because there was this particular girl that she was always with. That girl too was a friendly girl. And she would tell me stories about this girl. Tell me all sorts of things. And at that time, they were having issues. She wasn't talking to the girl because the girl did something to her. And I remember the girl coming to our room and saying... Hey, I um I've been looking for you everywhere. I was looking for where you were. Your your brother has been calling me. He's trying to get to you. And while this girl was telling her that your brother has been calling me for days trying to get to you, this girl, let's call her. Let's call her um.
let's call her rain no let's not call her rainbow let's call her um semo because i don't like semo <laughs> so okay let's call her faith i don't know faith is just the name that comes to my head but that's not her name and so this other girl was like faith um your brother has been calling me and he's trying to he's trying to get to you and what's going on i've been looking for you and faith completely ignored her she ignored her i've never seen someone be ignored that it was so embarrassing i felt so embarrassed for the other girl and the other girl just had to leave because faith wasn't going to answer her at all and so she went out and at that point that should have been a red flag that this girl does weird things i mean that's your friend and your friend is in front of people is in a room full of people that your friend doesn't know and you embarrassed her like that the highest thing that you do what you could do even if you're not talking to that person you could at least act like you know the person and not do that but i was like oh well i'm happy i'm not on her bad side <laughs> And so from there, we, um, you know, I liked her and we started doing things a bit together, a bit, but not too much. And then she told me that she wanted to be in, when, we, when we're going to go into 300 levels, she wanted to be in the same room with me. And I was like, cool, that will be cool. And mind you, while all this was happening, she was doing nice things. She would bring things for me. She would do things for me. She was so, I warmed up to her immediately you know it was very very nice but she, and she was always in my space so it was like okay cool you know she doesn't have friends because that was how she presented herself to me and so we got into 300 she was telling me that she wanted to um, we should be in the same room in 300 level now i didn't want that to happen and this is why i believe in i believe that life is just this thing where things that are meant to happen would just happen i should just live you should live life to when they're going to happen. So what I mean is I didn't want to be roommates with her because I wanted faith to not her, not faith, but faith. I wanted to see, I wanted my roommates to be people that faith, that were brought together by faith. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. So I just believe that if I just leave it to chance, you know with my roommates and just trust god or something my i would have good roommates that kind of thing so i didn't want to manipulate it by bringing someone i already know i wanted to meet new people and that was it but she she was like she wanted to be in the same room with me and and i was like okay i told her okay but i had already told my mom that i wasn't going to be in the same room with her that i had no intentions on doing that but when I got to school, um, the, the the hostel I was going to go to was a new hostel. And that new hostel, I started feeling, um, I had seen her and then I started feeling kind of intimidated to be in a new hostel and to meet new people. Something that I wasn't feeling before and I was like, you know what, let's be in the same room. The other two people can be, fate can bring the other two people to us. And so we're in the same room and... That was it. I met my awesome, my other roommates that were awesome. And then up to now, I believe that she took the space of somebody else that could have been in my room. Because the room, the roommates that we had were amazing, amazing people. Up to today, I talked to them. These people, so amazing. One of them is my, my baby. I love her so much. And the other one too, I love her so much. And I just feel that faith took the space of somebody else that could have just been an amazing another amazing person an amazing friend if i had just not allowed her to be in the same room with with me so we're in the same room and 
then she continued this whole love bombing thing she would buy things for me she would she would not even gosh i enjoyed myself she was taking charge i wasn't i didn't even need to do anything she would arrange our things we had we shared the same cupboard she would arrange our things it was just this very nice thing and i was like wow this friendship is so sweet <laughs> i had other friends at that time but i i i wasn't even spending time with my other friends because this particular person was just doing the right things she was always always available she would buy things for me and and the school that we went to we all we all got food from the same cafeteria so it would be crowded at times and i hate crowds i hate buying things through crowds and she would go and buy things for us and um you know it was just gosh it was just so amazing so I, I i felt like a princess because i was taken care of and she was just doing all these amazing things and then would listen to the same songs and then it it, it got to a point where um i introduced her to my mom through phone through the phone because she never met my mom and um, i introduced her to my mom through the phone she um, she would talk to my mom she started calling my mom her mom and she was just always in my space she knew about the people in my life i would tell her things about myself i'll become vulnerable with her and all that all that and then the first thing happened and things started going downhill and then one day just one day all these things were going on and we we're having a good time and i was having a good time and everybody was having a good time and then just one day she stopped talking to me she just stopped and i was like what's going on what's going on i would ask her and she she wouldn't tell me and before then i did igmb i did a levels and i i had encountered many people that would not talk to me that would just stop talking to me and then they'll come around and so me i was like a part of me wanted to just leave her alone so that she, and i was thinking she'll come around but i was thinking that this is somebody that i really care for this is somebody that has done so many good things for me i can't just leave her I can't just abandon her and I need to know what's going on. And I would ask her and she wouldn't tell me. And that's how for days we wouldn't talk. And then one day we'll just start talking. And then that's how it became. And when she comes back again, she's still doing the same thing. Still being nice. Still doing all these amazing things. Then another day she will stop talking. And another day she will stop talking. It, it became a pattern. And it gave me anxiety. It made me anxious because at that time, that 300 level, I wasn't i wasn't in a very good place mentally as well and so it wasn't it wasn't a good thing that was happening i got i got burdened by so many things that were happening so many at that time i couldn't say no so i had so many commitments in school and i just and i just didn't need to come back to my room and have this kind of experience but that was the experience i was having she was just all up in my space and then she would just stop talking to me. And that was how she was doing. And it really affected me because this was somebody that I genuinely cared about, you know. So that was how it was. And for a while, I just accepted it that that was life. And sometimes she would not talk to me. And then even when we go out, she would do as if she doesn't know me. And then, when, and then when she eventually talks to me and I ask her why we weren't talking, she would tell me that, oh, it had nothing to do with me. It was somebody that annoyed her in class. But somebody annoyed you in class, but yes, you're talking to every single person except me. What do I have to do with somebody annoying you in class? She would just give me the most ridiculous reasons. And like I said, it was affecting me so much because this is somebody that we were sharing things together. We were doing things together. It became a codependent 
friendship a codependent relationship where i felt like every time she was so much in my space that we were doing things together so much she made it in a way that we would do things together a lot of times that when she eventually pulls back i feel left alone i start wondering how do i cope without this person you know i start wondering that who is going to help me buy food um at that point i'm like i can't buy food for myself um who's going to do this for me who's going to do that for me you know things like that it, it just became that thing of me wondering how i was going to live without her basically and 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 so i would wait for this thing this malice just keeping to stop and i'll be so ready and then sometimes i'm anxious because i don't know when she could just decide to stop talking to me and it just became this very weird thing that she was doing and so there was and then also another thing that happened another event that happened was that she had her birthday her birthday comes a month before mine um, the month before my month and then during her birthday i was like oh happy birthday really so happy for her so excited it's your birthday put her her fine pictures and then and then when it was my birthday she um my mom and a couple of my friends plus her had planned to th throw me a surprise which was so amazing i really liked it and um when she saw that i was getting a lot of attention she stopped talking to me on my birthday she's not the first friend to stop talking to me on my birthday and that is why i have birthday depression whenever my birthday is coming up because i've had two instances of friends talking stop friends that just decided to stop talking to me on my birthday just because it's my birthday I just didn't understand why she did that so she kind of got upset that that uh, that i was getting attention she posted pictures of me that were not fine i didn't even know how she got those pictures of me very embarrassing pictures of me she posted those pictures and you know how friends will post embarrassing pictures of you before posting fine pictures of you she never did that she posted embarrassing pictures of me that means she had gone through my phone i didn't even know how she got access to my phone and then she did that and i'm like what <laughs> uh, but i just let it go but i was also upset because i'm like yeah my friend why would you post these bad pictures of me and not even post a fine picture of me and it was just weird then another thing that she did was she sent a message to my mom asking my mom why my mom didn't celebrate her birthday like my mom celebrated my own birthday and i was like what and everything just started going it was like dealing with two different people because everything went down here from there then she started doing this thing where she in fact she did so many things she did so many things she started doing this thing where she would where if i'm friends with anybody she will make sure that she becomes very close to that person so close to that person and it was just weird that she would want to be in that person's space all the time and love bomb the person just like she love bombs me buy things for the person do all these things so she just wanted to love bomb my friends as well and and it was just this weird thing she did it to somebody started going to the person's room somebody that you don't know that from anywhere started sleeping over at the person's room just the same thing she was doing to me i was just very weird not to talk of her even doing something like in fact there are other things she did but i'd rather not talk about that but what i am trying to say is that love bombing is terrible <laughs> and when you are love bombed it's a manipulation tactic when you are being love bombed you are having the best time you are enjoying yourself at that point that you're being love bombed you're asking yourself is this real you're asking yourself this is too good to be true because this person is giving you so much love so much attention so much affection and you are enjoying it and if you are someone like me 
that has that wasn't that was clueless about it you are thinking that oh my gosh i am the luckiest person alive but man maybe maybe not so let's go so that's my story it's like i made the story is quite long because this is where we are how many minutes in and i just told you this whole story because the story is 19 minutes in and i just use this 19 minutes to tell you my whole story of a friend that love bombed me but it was really terrible it took me setting boundaries with her in, in fact she would even get angry there was a time that i went home and i realized what this girl was doing to me i realized she was manipulating me i didn't even know that was what was happening i was feeling like a bad friend like a terrible friend all the time i would feel indebted to her i would feel and because i, I would feel indebted to her i would want to do anything that she wants me to do you know and and i would want to just it was just a lot it was draining it was very draining i never want to experience that thing again and i don't wish it for anybody and that's why even my sister i tell my sister these things because i don't want her to ever experience it never ever allow somebody never ever be in a situation with someone where you feel like you can't do without this person and this is not even in, in a rom romantic relationship way. i'm talking about even in a friendship way and it doesn't even have to be the person spending money on you but if you feel like somebody is just doing too much your and your instincts are telling you that then follow your instincts because that's probably what it is because when you get to a point where you feel indebted to a friend then that's 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 dangerous territory because you're going to do everything and it's just going to be very weird but there was a time that so when i realized what she was doing and that she was playing with my head i decided to set boundaries so i decided to share our locker i decided to be more firm to actually look at the things she's doing not let her mess with my head and i even stopped spending time in the room and she got so upset that i wasn't spending time in the room in fact she stopped talking to me just because i wasn't spending time in the room that was that was it that was what was crazy and 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 i was like what do you want from me at this point it felt like she even wanted my life she she would do things like there was a time i was going through there was this i had this male friend and i was going through his app one app like this i think it was the bible app at that time yes it was the bible app and i was going through the bible app on his phone you know i don't even know what i was doing that but i was going through the bible app on his phone and then i was so surprised to see that she was following him and i asked him do you know this person and he was like no she just followed him out of nowhere and i realized that this girl was for was this guy that i'm talking about was not going to our school he had like nobody in my school had ever met him he was someone i had spoken about you know when i would say oh i know this guy like this is somebody that is in my life i went to school with this person like i know how you tell people friends i just mention your friend's name randomly because you don't expect them to actually look for them she would look for my friends and follow them on social media it was so crazy or on the bible app like who does that and i was like what in fact it was just weird behavior it was weird behavior but anyway <laughs> that was it that was how the love bombing turned into something else and it was like i was dealing with two people from someone that was nice to someone that was being psychotic but enough of my story let's actually talk about love bombing i mean not like we haven't been talking about it but what is love bombing so love bombing 
according to Healthline, I'll drop the link to the website so you can check it out if you want to. But according to Healthline, love bombing happens when someone overwhelms you with loving words, action and behavior as a manipulation tactic or technique. It's a manipulation technique from the pit of hell. <laughs> but that's what it is. And if you want to know signs of love bombing, then I am here to give you those signs. They lavish you with gifts. So love bombing often involves over-the-top gestures such as sending you inappropriate gifts and, you know, buying things that are out of this world. Now, I in the second love bombing situation I had, I it, this was what was happening. I was getting a lot of gifts and a lot of things and it was it was just really it was just really a lot and i was getting those things and i was enjoying myself with those things but man if you feel that i just met this guy or i just met this girl and i'm getting so many gifts from this person then you need to question it and that is why we should be careful about internet dating advice if you look at the internet many people will tell you hear so many stories of ladies saying oh i just went on a date and he flew me out or i just went on a date and this happened that happened and honestly good for them i mean if that's what you want cool but you should also be careful about that because if that is what you want i mean it's fine look i'm the last person to even judge people for what they want but many times you see many people set this standards that okay if um your first date or your second date or if you are going to be on a date with a guy this is what it is you should do all these extravagant things and nobody ever talks about the fact that you could be getting love bombed by this extravagant gift and they would, and you'll be hearing stories of yeah this happened this happened and he took me out and he flew me out and he did this and this was just the first date and i always get this i always get that but you could be getting literally getting love bombed especially if you're someone that you really want to get into a healthy relationship nobody ever puts that side warning that oh if the person is doing too much you could be getting love bombed instead it's presented in a way that this is what you should actually expect you should expect all these extravagant gifts because i mean that's what you deserve and yes we deserve good things but these things can also be manipulation techniques and you, things are not as black and white as we like to make them seem that's what i always say so always be careful about internet dating advice when they tell you that if you're going on a date this guy should do this do that do this do that because man if except if you just want to date for fun if you actually if you're actually looking for a relationship and somebody is doing a bit too much then you should be worried about being love bombed because that's the way that they reel you in you get all these gifts and then you start getting used to them and all that and it can just be a lot Another sign of love bombing is that they can't stop complimenting you. I mean, we all crave admiration, love, um, words of affirmation, if that's even your love language. But sometimes if somebody is telling you things like, I love you, on the first date, that should even be a red flag if you meet a girl a friend and she's always like we oh, are so beautiful you are so this you're so that and it's too much in fact i have seen this happen to someone in real time this girl just met it was sometimes when i tell these stories i just realized that i've seen things in this life <laughs> but it was when my first roommate ever and that was when i was in fact doing a levels 
one of the girls saw another girl and she was like, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. She kept on saying this girl was beautiful, kept on showering this girl with praises. And then I don't know how it now became a thing of you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful, so I hate you. It now became a hate situation. And it was like, what? So sometimes you have to be careful when somebody is bombarding you with all this um, words of affirmations because sometimes it can be over the top. And even you yourself, you would know when it's not genuine because it would just feel so much. And, you know, they'll say things like, I love everything about you. I've never met anyone as perfect as you. You're the person I want to spend my time with. You're the mother of my children. Blah, 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 blah. Sending you all sorts of messages. In fact, I saw a video today on, on Twitter where this lady was talking about all the things that her guy did for her and he still cheated on her. He bought her a Bible. He would send her Bible verses um, in the morning. He would do all these things. That's to show you that love bombing, because some people may be Christians or they might be people of faith. And then they'll be saying, oh, well, this happens to all those unbelievers and sinners out there. But let me tell you, it happens to even Christians. Because this guy got her her first Bible. He would send her Bible cards. He would pray over her. He would do all these things. And yet he cheated on her and the other girl got pregnant. So... It's not all this, you are the mother, you are the soulmate, you are the... In fact, my second love bombing experience, this person told me a lot of things. Like, I love you as Christ loves the church, you know, things like that. And you just... <laughs> and the person said a lot of things that were just, you know, over the top. And funny enough, while this person was saying all these things, I actually didn't feel comfortable with it i even asked the person i love bombing me that's to show you how self-aware i was but yet i still ignored my instincts i actually asked are you love bombing me because <laughs> it just felt so unreal i just felt like we just met like we don't really know each other and you're already sending me poems and all these things even if you're an emotional person you would even wait you know so if you feel like it's too much and this person is bombarding you with all these compliments then that might be a love bombing situation Another sign is that they bombard you with phone calls and texts. So that's another thing. If they're always texting you, always calling you, always being in constant communication. And if it feels one-sided because this person is... No, constant communication is cool. I mean, many people stay in constant communication even with their situationships. But if this person, if this communication becomes one-sided to the point where you feel overwhelmed where every second this person is trying to call you or text you then that could be a sign of love bombing and do you know the, the thing about love bombing that is so tricky is the fact that most of these things that we mention as signs of love bombing are things that are normal these are things that actually happen i mean you could meet someone and the person is just a giver, a generous person, and the person buys things for you. And it doesn't mean they are love bombing you. But when it becomes excessive, that's when you should... Too much of everything is not good. When, they, when it becomes excessive, that's when you should become wary about what is going on. Because most of these things, if you are in constant communication, if the person you are talking to or the person you are interested in is not communicating with you, constantly then that's even a problem on its own i mean oh my gosh what's going on <laughs> but even in friendships if this is always happening and you just feel um this person just wants your undivided attention then that's 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 something that you should be looking at because i mean come on time out time out how how, how many years do i know you for that you're demanding my undivided attention you know 
So another thing is that they try to convince you that you are soulmates. And this could even be in a friendship sense. For the friendship that I was in, the love-bombed friendship I was in, this girl, I felt like she was my soulmate for real. But it wasn't even soulmate that I saw her as. I saw her as a sister. I literally called her my sister, which is why she was calling my mom her mom. Because I saw her as a sister. Because I was like we're so close like this is so real and this friendship is so good that you can't be anything but a sister i don't even see you as a friend i used to call her my twin sister because i just couldn't do anything without her when this codependent relationship so that's another thing they just try to convince you that you're soulmates that's in the romantic sense or your sisters or your family and things like that and if you're in if it's in a romantic sense they could tell you something like oh god told me that we should marry and um all those other things because that one is even manipulation on its own but things like i just see you walking on the altar blah 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 and another thing about these people is that they want commitment love bombers want commitment and they want it no time but now they want commitment now they might pressure you into rushing things and rushing things like a relationship maybe you meet this person and in two weeks time they want you to enter a relationship that's it they just really want commitment and to you you might be telling yourself let me tell you let me tell you one thing that one excuse you might give yourself if a love bomber wants commitment from you rather than putting up telling yourself that okay this might be a red flag one thing you tell yourself is that he knows what he wants is a man that knows what he wants that literally is an excuse you tell yourself so in case you're thinking that okay but there's a difference yes there's a difference from a man that knows what he wants and a love bomber but let me tell you a man can tell you that can meet you today and in two weeks time he's like or three weeks time he's like i want i want you to be mine i want us to be in a relationship and you would tell yourself that oh my gosh he knows what he wants he didn't even let us there was no talking stage you know you'd be telling yourself oh my gosh this is what i like there was no talking stage he just said what he wanted and we are getting into it be careful because you know and he's telling you i want us to date i want us to marry i want us to do all these things be careful be careful even in a friendship if the person is already trying to rush straight into the whole sister thing and into the whole where where we can't do without each other you need to be careful they want commitment so early things should grow organically and you know love is patient it's patient it doesn't rush so if this person is rushing where are they rushing to so another thing about love bombers is that they get upset when you place boundaries and this is so true because when I tried to set boundaries with this person, she got upset. She got so upset that I was not spending so much time that I decided to become. Because one thing I had to do, one step I had to take was to stop being so codependent on her. Stop being so dependent on her. So I started doing things on my own and she hated that. She hated that I was setting boundaries. She hated that. And that's what I had to do. I started, in fact, we even became, we were even roommates too for a while before we stopped being roommates. And trust me, I enjoyed the remaining times when I started setting boundaries. That's when I learned to say no. That's when I learned to set boundaries. And we were there. We were not even talking as much. It got to that point where we were not talking as much, where it was as if she was someone I just know, just a roommate. I would hardly talk to her. I didn't care for her. But I would talk to her once in a while, but just like a normal person. 
but not someone I'm close to, but it required me setting boundaries. And they will get upset when you set boundaries, but men, you need to set boundaries. You need to say no when you need to say no, and you need to know you need to know where the line is crossed, and if they cross that line, you need to act accordingly, you know? But they will get upset. And that's one sign that this person doesn't have good intentions because nobody should get upset by your boundaries. They should honor it and they should respect it. And then the last sign or the last two signs is that you are overwhelmed by their intensity and you feel unbalanced because at the end of the day, it turns, it comes, it's, it's all boils down to how do you feel? And if you feel overwhelmed by this person's intensity, by this person's, you know, they're always in your space. You feel for someone like me that my body tells me when something is wrong, I feel, I feel anxious and my chest just has this feeling if you feel like that, then there may be something wrong. Because at first, when you're being love bombed, it's like, oh my gosh, wow, this thing is happening. But then you might get to a point where you feel, this is too much, this is too good to be true. And if you're feeling like that, you might probably be love bombed, you know? So what do you do if you're suspecting this? You know, if, if this is the early stages of your relationship, check in with yourself. Check in with yourself and ask yourself how you feel. And sometimes you might not even be love-bombed. But the thing is that if you are getting to a point where you are not feeling comfortable again with the dynamic you are in, I think we should learn to be more, listen more to ourselves, listen more to our intuition, listen more to our gut feeling. And nothing should be rushed. Friendship shouldn't be rushed. Relationship shouldn't be rushed. When you know all these things and when you honor it, I think it will help you. I believe it will help you. And if you are worried that it has gotten to the point of manipulation, just like how mine had gotten to that point, then you should talk to someone. Like, I talked to my mom. If I didn't talk to my mom, oh my gosh, I don't even know what that girl would have done. But I'm glad I did. I glad I, I'm glad I was able to talk to my mom. I even talked to another friend about it. I talked to a couple of friends, my close friends, that she did not try to colonize, uh, to to take over and i talked to like just one friend actually my mom and i talked to them and they were able to help me see so if you have a therapist that can help you access their behavior assess their behavior or just somebody in your family that can help you that would be amazing and and you would be able to you know be able to to look at it and look at it for what it is because honestly love bombing is very terrible i don't know why people do that and so people actually love bomb just because that's who they are like maybe they have so people have this thing where they are maybe they're bipolar or i don't even know i can't even say bipolar but maybe they are just people that get so excited by something maybe they have adhd or something and they get so excited but then they just lose interest you know that can be a thing but it doesn't mean it's healthy nobody has to go through that so anyway I have spent a lot of minutes talking about this thing. I'm really passionate. And I think most of it's my story that took a lot of the episode time. But thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have been loved born before, let me know. Send me a message. Follow me on my socials. Don't forget to rate this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And let me know what you think about the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.